Growing up, Scott and Yale Eisen thought it was neat that while everyone else's parents seemed to be lawyers or doctors or accountants, their family owned a manufacturing company. It was a corrugated box company called Ideal, and visiting their grandfather and father at the factory was always a treat. And so the best part of us, when we were little, we used to come in and my, we'd put a flat sheet of corrugated on these long conveyors, you know, 100 yards long, and our father would just push us down the conveyor, and we thought that was the greatest thing in the world. That, the copy machine we got to play with, and then it's, it's a big plant, so there's little sort of golf carts around, and we used to get to drive the golf carts. Conveyor belts, copy machines, and golf carts. What could be better? This is The Distance, a show about businesses that have been operating for at least 25 years. I'm Waylon Wong. Our podcast is sponsored by Basecamp, the world's number one project management tool. Just last week, another 5,317 companies signed up to run their projects with Basecamp. You can try it free for 60 days at Basecamp.com. We're at Ideal's factory, located just a few miles from Chicago's Midway Airport. Scott joined the family business in 2000, and Yale, who was 15 months younger, came on board another couple years after that. Their father was careful not to pressure them into working at Ideal, but the brothers ended up at the box factory after a roundabout journey that involved each of them going to law school, then working at the same tech company in Chicago. Now, with Scott as president and Yale as chief operating officer, they are the fourth generation of Eisen men to run Ideal. And like their predecessors, they've had to figure out how to stay fresh and keep growing while staying true to their core identity as corrugated manufacturers. This is the central challenge that's faced each generation of Eisens, how to do more than just pump out commoditized brown boxes. Ideal was started in 1924 by Scott and Yale's great-grandfather, Isidore Eisen. He made wooden boxes out of scrap lumber and sold them on the street. One of the company's customers was Chicago's very own Al Capone. He bought Ideal's wooden crates and had them stenciled with the names of his legitimate businesses, and then he'd fill the boxes with liquor to smuggle into speakeasies. But wooden boxes were soon supplanted by corrugated cardboard boxes. So Isidore's son, Harry, who took over Ideal in the 1930s, acquired a corrugated box manufacturer and got into that business. Then, by the time Scott and Yale's father, Stephen, was running the company, those corrugated boxes were getting commoditized. Margins were shrinking, growth was slowing, and it was getting harder to compete with big corporations that owned multiple plants and their own paper mills. So what's the next thing to not make ourselves a commodity? Okay, we'll put ink on it. We'll, we'll put two colors on the paper. We'll, we'll cookie cutter it, not just like a box, but we'll make a, a hutch that goes to retail, a power wing that goes to retail, a standee that looks like a character. We'll just cut it a different way, and that's what we're going to bring to it. That's Scott Eisen again. Those things he's talking about, a hutch, a power wing, a standee, he's describing what the retail industry calls point-of-purchase displays. They're the bins and shelves you find at the ends of aisles or next to the cash register in supermarkets and big box stores and drugstores, and they're filled with whatever companies want you to buy at the moment. Maybe it's seasonal merchandise like Easter candy or the newest DVD release or little impulse items like lip balm or flash drives. Ideal has in-house creative staff like graphic designers, structural engineers, and retail merchandising experts who design those displays and pitch them to brands just like an advertising agency would. Here's Scott again. We love being a corrugated manufacturer. We're not defensive about that. We love the business. There's really good people in this business. Our competitors are smart. But a a Me Too corrugated company, we just never want to be. And so that defensiveness or that alertness is what keeps us saying, like, okay, what's different? Of course they could do it at that price. Anyone could do it. So what makes us different? And we'll always find that thing that makes us different. 
you probably don't give much thought to the corrugated boxes your Amazon purchases come in. And you might not think very much about those point-of-purchase displays either. But they're really important to the brands that pay to put them there. That's because as grocery shoppers, we're like automatons. When we go to the supermarket, we're usually buying the same products from the same brands that we've bought for years. So if you're a consumer packaged goods brand, even a big stalwart like Nabisco or Pepsi, you're fighting that inertia all the time. I talked to Rich Scamahorn, who is chief research officer and co-founder of In Context Solutions, a market research company that makes 3D virtual shopping simulations. Rich and his team look at shopper behavior, like how people's eyes track as they scan shelves. Here's Rich talking about people who are regular Coke drinkers. When you enter that aisle, you know that you're looking for the big blob of red on one end or the other. It's usually how Coke and Pepsi are arranged. And one has one end and the other has the other. And so you look for that big red blob and you go down there and you buy it. And you don't have to think about that purchase very much. So there's the challenge for both Ideal and its clients, which include companies like Hallmark and ConAgra Foods. The point of purchase displays have to get shoppers out of their autopilot mode and remind them that a brand exists. Here's an example. Maybe you buy microwave popcorn just a few times a year. Let's say you're at the store and see a big, bright display of Orville Redenbacher popcorn. It looks like a shelf of popcorn boxes nestled into a sunny cornfield. By the way, I'm describing a display ideal made for Orville Redenbacher that won a bronze statuette in a point-of-purchase display competition a couple years ago. Anyway, let's say this display at the end of the snack aisle convinces you to buy popcorn just one more time that season. Multiply that unplanned purchase by hundreds of thousands of shoppers going through the same thought process, and that adds up to a lot of extra revenue for Orville Redenbacher and a happy customer for Ideal, all thanks to a well-designed display strategically placed to catch your eye at the moment of decision. Let's pause for a second and talk about what corrugated is. The term refers to material consisting of three layers, an inside layer, the distinctive wavy middle part, which is called the medium, and an outside layer. These layers all start as plain brown paper that comes on massive rolls weighing two and a half tons each. The paper is fed through the corrugator, which uses heat and glue to make the layers and fuse them together. So right here is where we're cutting it to the size of the specific order. Everything we do here is for order. We're a 24-hour plant. We'll run the corrugator 20 to 24 hours a day. We're doing all the quality checks, and then from here, this order will get pushed out into the plant for the various equipment. At Ideal, about 40% of the company's volume is still corrugated brown boxes. The rest is displays made from the same corrugated material, but printed and cut in a multitude of ways according to customer specifications. There are a lot of design considerations when it comes to displays. They have to hold product without collapsing and be easy to assemble. And of course, they have to be eye-catching. Maybe the display has a built-in digital clock counting down to the release of the video game Gears of War 3. Or it has a huge cutout of restaurateur Guy Fieri holding a box of Ritz crackers on the side of it, with the corrugated board cut perfectly around the spikes of his blonde hair. These are all things Ideal has designed and manufactured for its customers. The company has invested millions of dollars in equipment to produce the kinds of shapes and colors needed for these detailed point-of-purchase displays. In the factory, Scott points out one of the new machines, which is an off-white color with touchscreen panels. This is the new rotary printer die cutter we bought. It puts five colors on the paper. We can print anything and then die cuts it. This is our newest one. Our next newest one before this is that one. So seeing the difference in a generation of equipment is amazing to me. 
The old machine Scott is pointing to is a dark blue color and has big buttons on it, and it definitely looks like it's been in the plant for a while. I ask Scott how old it is, and he defers to Yale. That machine? Yeah. I'd say early 80s. Yeah. So, fully depreciated. <laughs> That's the best part of that machine. That's kind of the dynamic between Scott and Yale. Scott, who oversees areas like sales and marketing, does most of the talking. Yale is operations. He knows all the details of how the plant works and keeps the place running from the inside out. It's a partnership that's worked well for the brothers, who grew up sharing a room and now have offices next to each other. And they still enjoy coming to the plant, even if the novelty of playing with the copy machine has long worn off. Where's the conveyor belt you used to ride on? It's, it's, it's this long one right here. We're looking at it. I still think about it. We should do that for an anniversary. We should have my dad push us on the sheet. The Distance is produced by Sean Hildner and me, Waylon Wong. For more on Ideal, including photos of the factory, visit our website at thedistance.com. Also, please remember to rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us raise our visibility and spread the word about our podcast. Thanks as always to our sponsor, Basecamp, the world's number one project management tool. You can try it for yourself, free, for 60 days at Basecamp.com.